0: In Alabama Ag and Review, for the week of March 14th, we had a chat with a governor. Well, according to Governor Robert Bentley,
1: The uh, agricultural uh, industry is so important to our state, and uh, I'm like everyone else. I like to eat, and so uh, I I want our farmers to do well. And, uh, you know, farmers have to live by faith every day because they're at the mercy of uh, so many things that they have no control over. And uh, I just appreciate what they do.
0: And as we enter the third week of Alabama's 2011 legislative session, the governor says another challenge all of us are facing is balancing the budget.
1: You know, we've, we we've just have to do what we have to do. I mean, it, we, uh, by law, have to balance a budget.
0: But Governor Bentley adds that it will get better.
1: We're going to work hard. We're going to do what's right. We're going to streamline government. And uh, we're going to get through this. I, I'm optimistic. I, I'm, I'm a person of hope. Uh, we're going to do what we have to do. But things
2: are going to get better. And I just want people out there to realize that.
0: Livestock News, Randall Wiseman had this on the CAFO rule.
2: Earlier this week in a unanimous decision, a federal court ruled the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency cannot require Livestock Operations to obtain Clean Water Act permits unless they are discharging manure into a waterway of the United States. A U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans said EPA exceeded its statutory authority in requiring concentrated animal feeding operations that propose or that might discharge to apply for CWA permits. The National Pork Producers Council, American Farm Bureau Federation, United Aid Producers, and several other ag groups sued EPA over its so-called CAFO rule. EPA had sought to require permits even for operations that had a potential to discharge.
0: And we wrap up for this week with this question from Everett Greiner.
3: All right, if I invest my money in a piece of land, it's up to me to decide what crops I want to grow, right? But next door, my neighbor wants to grow organic crops. All right, suppose my choice is genetically modified soybeans. The uncontrollable cross-pollination caused by the wind drift and insects affects his crops. What it amounts to is, My neighbor is not able to grow the crops of his choice. Well, is there any room for compromise? If the disagreement goes to court, can the court justify a decision? This is a controversy that's happening right now, and so far, negotiations, court orders, even the Department of Agriculture have not come up with an acceptable solution. So far, science has given GM crops a clean slate. They're safe, but a field of transgenic alfalfa next to a field of organically grown tomatoes, Uh uh-uh, it's not going to work. So, whose rights will prevail?
0: And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.